Hey y'all, it's your girl Mish and welcome to a new year of the episode Love Mish Podcast where I share my thoughts, opinions, and ramblings and sometimes I'll have guests but no subject is off limits. It's a billion people in the world and I'm just one of them. So welcome to my world and let the conversation continue. It's your girl Mish, and welcome to another episode of Love Mish Podcast. And this episode will be all about the moon, moon cycles, moon names, um, etc. And I'm so excited about this podcast because moon has just been crossing my path, crossing my path. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it. It's on my to do list. But I was really, really interested in the moon because as a woman, um, I read an article about how some women's cycle would sync with the new moon. And I was like, okay, so what is this? And I remember saying, I want to sync with the moon. I kid you not, you guys. I was like, I told my sister and I was like, why did my cycle come on? Like, what is going on? Um, you know, like, what's going on? My sister was like, uh, you pregnant with your businesses? And I was like, yeah, it's going to be triplets. But, um, I like waited, you know, like I write, my app never fails me. Um, my homegirl, she, uh, put me on this app called Flow. And I think she uses the Apple one now, but I'm still stuck on Flow. And I was like, all right, Flow, you know, you said it was supposed to be come on. Cause mine's is the same every month and it didn't. And I was like freaking out. And so, um, it was a new moon and sure enough. Um, instead of coming on on the regular day, it waited for the new moon, which was two days later. So I'm like in sync with the moon now. I was like, oh my God, um, you know, I'm in sync with the moon. And it was just crazy because I remember asking like, I want to be in sync with the moon and boom, it happened. Um, so I'm going to look into that a little bit deeper. Maybe that means I'm growing spiritually or I can start to manifest more, you guys. I don't know. I'm going to tap into that a little bit more. But I do believe in manifestations. I do believe in magic and power and our intention. Not so much the words, but the words itself um, mixed with the sound, the energy, the intuition behind it, the heart, the pureness of it. And I think you can pull things down out of the astral world into the physical world and manifest it just like putting a seed in the ground and watering it and letting it have sunlight and just patiently waiting it's going to grow like not much else you have to do to it and i think that's how our intentions are and the power in the universe is um that they don't really preach or tell about but i think it's really that simple like that could be a whole other podcast but so excited about this moon podcast i learned so much i'm gonna drop the link so that you guys could dive in with me and i'm excited because when i tell you i was like this year i'm a journal um not journal plans um okay let me give you an update so remember i was i had ordered the planner and then the girl never never sent it to me i you know called paypal got my money back then she sent an email like okay we had a problem with our vendor i'm gonna send them out Never got the plan of y'all. It's February. This happened October of last year. So I finally got another email from her. And she was like, um, you want the old picture, which is 
hand, you know, a girl's fingers with her nails holding a stack of dollar bills. And I, that's really what drew me to it. Like, yes, we are focused on our future, our business, the wealth that it could give us, not necessarily the money, but the freedom that this money will give us to travel and have vacations and not just be a slave to someone else's business, but birthing my own. And she was like, you want the old picture or a new one? And I was like, you can send me the new update of 2020. She was like, all right, your planner should be out in seven days. I'm going to send you your tracking number. Now, this, you know, third time's term, y'all. So hopefully I'll be getting this planner in the mail. But in the meantime, I went to a vision party. Shout out T.T. Williams. And she prepared these beautiful shirts for us and beautiful business bags full of a planner you know um little notepads pens tape dispensers everything to get us moving forward and connected with our vision board so that we don't just put the vision board in a corner somewhere we actually have things that are in our face that we could continue to focus on like this planner it don't need to be it don't need to stay blank you should fill it up and stay focused on those goals and seeing them should help you cross them off which is which has been helping me i put something on here i cross it off it gets done so for me in my life i've noticed that 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 is helpful for me whether i put it in this planner i use my mirror in my room as well if i just say it it's just floating in la la land but it's something about markers something about pen i don't know me specifically writing it down and waiting to cross it off is really successful for me um so sorry if i'm all over the place i have been enjoying my valentine's day candy i'm a little i told y'all i was veganish so don't judge but between my mom and my godson i got so much candy and i don't really do candy so i hope i don't relapse but it's real good (laughs) it's real good i don't know how my stomach's gonna feel about this later but i am enjoying my little sweet too um so i've been using her planner thank you tt williams and funny let me tell you what i mean by how moon has been coming to me when you open up the planner you know it has a directory like important numbers i got a phone i don't need that but on the second page it says 2020 holidays and dates from january all the way through december I really want to focus on holidays. I really don't do holidays, but I'm a Libra, child of Venus. I'm always going to do Valentine's Day. I'm going to do another podcast to tell y'all what these holidays mean. Maybe some wicked evil stuff behind them, but I'm going to change the intentions because I really do love love. I'm all for the Valentine's Day. Um, I threw the little babies a Valentine's Day party for Auntie Boo's um, at the park. And that was a success. Um... But everything, love, Valentine's Day, romance, weddings, you know, stuff like that. It's always going to have a soft place in my heart. But in the holidays, not only do I have the holidays, and I didn't say anything about moon, y'all. It basically said 2020 holidays and dates. When I look at the dates, it say first quarter moon, full moon, third quarter moon, and new moon. Every month has those four, and then sometimes it'll double it. Like in April, it has the first quarter moon, full moon, third quarter moon, new moon, and then another first quarter moon. So it's interesting just to see that pattern all out. So it's in my journal. I have a, um, I mean, it's in the planner already printed out, but 
But I also wrote it again in my personal journal, which I started taking everywhere with me in my purse with just different affirmations and just different things that I learned, um, you know, intentions, what the days of the weeks mean, um, the universal laws. Because sometimes in life, you know, you learn this stuff and it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be always at the forefront of my mind. So I try to carry it with me. If I have some spare time, I can flip through it just to remember I'm on a spiritual journey of not just learning, but learning and applying. And the only way that you can apply is if you keep, you know, thinking on these things night and day so that you can um, act on them in the moment, like in real life, real time. So, we're going to start out um, with, you know, I'm a quote, I'm a quote fiend, so... One of the quotes says, live by the sun, but love by the moon. I thought that was beautiful. Another one says, the sun loved the moon so much, he died every night to let her breathe. Now, y'all, I'm the type of girl that loves Titanic. I love um, the notebook. You know, I just started Vampire Diaries, and it is fucking amazing. I like um, True Blood, how Sookie was so in love with a vampire. I even like um, Twilight. Anything romance, I'm like head over heels. So that quote was so beautiful to me. The sun loved the moon so much that he died every night just to let her breathe. Like, oh my God. But anyways, um, there are some crystals for the moon. And I am so excited to be starting my journey over time again so that I can get some extra coins in a bank. I need to get some more crystals in my life. So the crystal moons are amethyst. And I actually do have purple amethyst. Moonstone. Clear quartz. Celentine. Labradite. And opal. Now. What I didn't do was look these up. And that's actually what I want to do. I have an app on my phone with the different crystals so i'm gonna see if i can and i don't like to use my wi-fi because it seems like my phone my it's crazy y'all my phone um internet is faster than the house internet i cannot understand that okay so let me see if i can if it will let me um, search it. Okay, it will. So, am this. It had two of them. Okay, so it came right up. And let me tell you the name of this app. It's called Stone. Now, I have iPhone 10, and it's just Stone. Um, and that's the app that I'm using. So, Amethyst, you've got to let go. The ancient Greeks believed that Amethyst's god is purple shade when the god Bacchus, in full-on player's ball fashion, poured some out onto a clear crystal. They also believe it spared you from public drunkenness, train wrecks. Reach for the Amethyst quick. All jokes aside, Amethyst purifying energy is linked to releasing addictive behaviors. If you find yourself at the brink, call a friend. 
work a program, get help, it's out there. It can be very therapeutic to place amethyst on and around the head, breathing deeply into its protective energies to calm the mind and its cravings. Beyond that, this rich royal purple, turn this down just a tiny bit, um, purple to Clarence Hugh Quartz variation, some of the best specimens come from Shamba Happy Brazil, brings a rhythmic divine light to areas touched by the darkness. It can help illuminate an inner purpose and an interior decorator's best friend. Its uplifting energy can really help tie a room together. When it's time to surrender vanity, pride, and victimhood and start living with positive purpose, gear up with amethyst and start really living. Okay, so that was beautiful. Okay, so let me do the next one, which is Moon. Moonstone. Okay, so Moonstone, run with the wolves. Moonstone is a prismatic felspar mineral that's been held close by travelers for ages. Add it to the weekend bag with a four-ounce tube of geo oil and a copy of the Dhammapada. Its metallic white, eternal energy connects us to the goddess Mother Nature, or the special lady we all have inside of us. And it works in concert with its namesake. Under a full moon, bringing moonstone into the bedroom with your partner or partners, whatever you're into, we don't judge, can have an intoxicating next level effect. While a new moon is always a perfect time to set intentions with moonstone, if death is what you seek, Moonstone is the ideal stone for you. In our crazy world of constant visual stimulation, binge-watching political dramas, kamojis, and composing gaming, it's easy to forget to look up, feel up, and be up. Like up in the night sky where we can rely on the one thing to be calm, to calmly rising and falling, fading in, fading out, day after day, month after month. The moon is a crazy powerful pushing and pulling the biggest things on the planet, the five deep oceans, and pushing and pulling you and your moods too. Get yourself on its rhythm or forever be frazzled. Finding it's that time, bring on Moonstone. <laughs> so funny they said that. Okay, so clear course, which is my favorite because i you know everybody say it's an amplifier and it basically just amplifies what you already have um so i don't think it pull up clear so i'm just gonna say quartz because i don't think it brought up clear quartz that is so odd so it brought up okay let me see clear no so I'm gonna go to Google really quick because it didn't bring up clear. Clear quartz. Okay, so clear quartz is the most powerful healing stone of the mineral kingdom. Able to work on any condition, clear quartz is known as the stone of power and amplifies inner energy or in intention. Clear quartz protects against negativity, attunes to your higher self, and relieves pain. So see, y'all, this is a journey. The more you learn, the more you grow. Like, a couple years ago, I wouldn't know what the hell no clear quartz was. But I just remember, you know, and you just build on what you learn. You just, you just keep building your staircase. That's all. Okay, 
So let's see. The next one is SEL. Ooh, this the one I want. Selenite. Selenite, a clear path to you. Cleansing white selenite, often appearing in long, stringent, wand-like forms, is an is an essential weapon in the spiritual warrior arsenal. Yes, I've been studying Wicca witches and stuff, and they all have selenite. Like burning bundles of sage or splinters of paleo santos, essential before meditating or healing work, or when some creep with bad juju muddies up the loving crafting vibes in your place, selenite clears unwanted energy. It also opens pathways to whatever it is up there above in the heavens, ether, or atmosphere. If you have a probable sense that someone or something is watching over you, every selenite can help give it form in the mind's eye. Working with selenite before working with other crystals is a bit like foreplay. Often widely necessary, highly enjoyable, and sometimes better than the main event, selenite banded together with other crystals has a powerful magnifying effect, i.e. adds punch to your pyrite. A necessity wherever fire and moonlight are in short supply, a physical touch of selenite to your crystals will power them up and wipe away any lingering energy that needs bouncing. Like frequent pauses throughout the day, deep inhale, I am worthy, exhale, move on, and quick bathe and selenite's vibe can clear heavy ambient energy that can get in the way of creativity, productivity, and fun. All right, so we have lamb. This one's new to me. Lab. Labra. Labradorite. There is magic all around us. And this is a beautiful crystal. This picture is beautiful. Oh, this app shows you pictures, you guys, and they're gorgeous. Labradite, a feldspar mineral first discovered in icy Canada, was believed by Native people to have fallen from the northern lights above. It's vivid flashes of colors dancing just beneath the surface of the stone. Labradite illuminates the senses of wonder, that way less jaded sensation of being tuned into spirit, nature, and rhythm that gets lost in the fast-paced broadband melee of modern life. On the short list of Let's Get Weird Stones, Labradite encourages an intense connection to the spirit world. ESP, astral projection, and seances are the shit, dude. Get on board. Plus, aligning with the synchronicities of the universe is way more fun than speaking poorly of your sister under a bottle of overpriced sanctuary. Uh, Ronald Dahl, one in possession of a most magical mind, wrote, Those who don't believe in magic will never find it. Remember, the biggest impediment to your spiritual growth is probably your own judgmental inclinations. Labradite helps you focus solely on doing you. The last thing you need is to get anybody else on board with your crazy shit. Your magic is your magic. Protect it with Labradite. Yes, I love that. Okay, and then we have one more. Opal. Opal. I don't think this one is on here. Now, it's funny because I'm a Libra, right? Opal and rose quartz are in my, you know, when you go to, my parents always had an account with um, K Jewelers. And I will always look at my birthstone. Um, 
And it's funny that this is going to be the ones that I'm getting. Because, I, you know, I want to get the moon, the crystals that resonate with the moon. Um, okay, so opal gemstone. Let's see. Let's see what we have here. Because opal has the colors of other gems, the Romans thought it was the most precious and powerful of all. The Beduists believed that opals contained lightning and fell from the sky during thunderstorms. When Australia's mines began to produce opals commercially in the, 19, in the 1890s, it quickly became the world's primary source for this October birthstone. Oh my God, y'all. I literally Googled that. <laughs> and it matched what I was telling y'all. This is crazy, y'all. Okay, so let me see if I can find one more thing. Opal has always been associated with love and passion as well as desire. It's also seductive stone that intensifies emotional states and releases inhibitions. It can also act as an emotional oh, stabilizer. Wearing an opal is said to bring about loyalty and faithfulness. Okay. The emotion that I resonate most, number one, in the whole wide world is motherfucking anger. Like, if God and the devil were to have a child, it's me. I know how to be love, light, sunshine, and rainbows, and unicorns. And bitch, lo and behold, I'm ready to put somebody six feet under. So, if you know any lovely Libras out there, please leave them the fuck alone. They're trying really hard to balance. <laughs> okay, so, um, so that was the Moonstones, okay? So... Here is a full moon ritual. You want to cleanse your oral with sage or selenite. Didn't we just go over that? Uh-huh. Light white candles. Play 417 hertz frequencies. Journal everything you want to release. Thank the universe for allowing you to see things with the eyes of love. Burn the page in the flame of the white candle light. Affirm. Affirm it with... I now release all that no longer serves me for total healing for my highest good. Now, when I was, I have a Wicca teacher on YouTube that I've been following. And she gives homework and books and different things like that. And she actually has studied everything. She resonates with that name, but she accepts all. So I don't even know what to even call myself because I resonate with everything too. I don't want to be boxed in ever. Unboxable is my little keyword. So I'm going to learn everything that the world has to offer. Um, and I like that I bumped into her and she said the same thing. Um, and when she goes over her spells, she says, remember you, to end them with, I don't want to harm anybody else. I don't want to harm myself. I want it to be for the highest good. And when I just read that, it reminded me of one of her lessons that I was going over okay <clears throat> the next one says meditate focusing on all that you wish to receive now that the space is clear from that which no longer serves you you want to set out all your crystals to charge under the moon set out water in the moon and the moonlight to drink it in the morning exercise such as yoga move your body which will help move your energy spring clean you want to clean your home and that will also clean your energy Visualize your perfect future in perfect detail. Um, take a salt bath or a moon bath. 
visualizing new actions that you're going to take. I thought that was beautiful. Now, speaking of the moon bath, I wanted to speak a little bit more about that. So for the moon bath, you want to clean your bathtub with vinegar and essential oils. Um, you want to get your favorite items, such as your stones, a good book to read, a drink to hydrate, and candles. You want to dim the lights, um, you know, and the music that we were talking about, the 417 hertz. You want to give yourself time to relax and meditate. Um, as you finish, you want to visualize cleaning, drain the water, and clean the tub. The... Um, you want to make sure that the bath is full of your element. So earth will be your crystals. Air would be, you want to cleanse your bath area with incense and um, paleos. Uh, the fire will be your candles. Water will be your bath salt. Some people do flowers, herbs, Epsom salt. I've even saw some people put fruit, lemon, and different things like that in there. Um... Last year, I brought myself roses for Valentine's Day, and I remember um, letting them dry out because, you know, they start to fall off, and then I, I did a bath. So, I've been on this journey for quite some time, and you just learn more and you do more. So, back then, I just put the word roses in there. Now, I'm learning, you know, bath salt, flowers, herbs, fruit, you know, all of the above, like a whole bath soup um spirit spirit the element of spirit will be when you clean the tub and at the end they say just notice how you feel after you've done that spiritual bath all right so there is a prayer i thought this was really good new moon prayer i welcome transformation i welcome growth i welcome abundance i know what i need and i am ready I thought that was beautiful so in the journal, in my planner, I keep saying journals, um, they had the dates. So I wanted to go over the dates um, really quick. And I have a link that's going to have the dates in case guys want to write them down. So I know we're already in February, but I'm just going to start from the beginning. So for January, uh, January 2nd was the first quarter moon. January 10th was a full moon. January 17th was a third quarter moon. January 24th was a new moon. February. February 1st was the first quarter moon. February the 9th was the full moon. February the 15th was the third quarter moon. February 23rd was the new moon. March. March 2nd was the first quarter moon. March 9th was the full moon. March 16th was the third quarter moon. And March 24th was the new moon. April. April 1st was the first quarter moon. April 7th was the full moon. April 14th was the third quarter moon. April 22nd was the new moon. April 30th was the first quarter moon. May. May 7th was the full moon. May 14th was the third quarter moon. May 22nd was the new moon. And May 29th was the first quarter moon. June. June 5th was the full moon. June 13th was the third quarter moon. June 21st was a new moon, and June 28th is the first quarter moon. July. July 5th was a full moon. July 12th was the third quarter moon. July 20th was a new moon. July 27th was the first quarter moon. August. August 3rd, full moon. August 11th, third quarter moon. August 18th, new moon. August 25th, first quarter moon. 
September. September 2nd, full moon. September 10th, third quarter moon. September 17th, new moon. And September 23rd, first quarter moon. October, October 1st, full moon. October 9th, third quarter moon. October 16th, new moon. October 23rd, first quarter moon. October 31st, full moon. November. November 8th, third quarter moon. November 15th, new moon. November 21st, first quarter moon. And November 30th, full moon. And December. December 7th, third quarter moon. December 14th, new moon. December 21st, first quarter moon. And December 29th, full moon. Okay? So those were the dates. Now, these moons have, they have dates. These moons, um, not dates, duh. These moons have names. Um, and I wanted to go over the names. So, Native American full moon names. And there's some, some good quotes on here. So, I, I love quotes. When a man moves away from nature, his heart becomes hard. Another reason why I'm learning more about moon and nature and stuff is animals and plants follow nature. They've been growing just fine without human help. If humans don't exist no more, they're still going to grow and thrive. Want to know why? Because they follow nature. So I think humans are getting away from nature and it's a slippery slope. So I want to become more in tune with nature myself and i think that would help on my spiritual journey as well okay so for january january is known as the wolf moon the full moon in january is said to be called the wolf moon because the wolves are out in the bright light this time of year anxious and hot on the trail for a feast to stake their hunger in a lean winter month okay i also Um, January full wolf moon. Wolves tend to wolves tend to howl more often at this time. This moon has also been called the cold moon and the spirit. I'm toggling between two papers. So February snow moon. The full moon of February at this time, the northeastern regions can give up their most heaviest of snowfall. This full moon is also called the hunger or hungry moon because the grips of winter can make it another lean month for the belly of both man and beast. So February, full snow moon, the heaviest snows often fall in February. This moon has also been called the hunger moon. Through both of those sites. So March. Full moon names for March are largely based on these being considered the last full moons of winter. The crow calls its farewell to the season, also known as a warm or the warm moon, because they start to surface at this time, also signaling retreat of winter and the marching in of spring. 
So, you know what? Growing up, I do remember noticing little worms coming out the ground. Okay, so March, full worm moon. The ground begins to soften and earthworms cast reappear, inviting the return of robins. This has also been called the sap moon as it marks the time when maple sap begins to flow and the annual tapping of maple trees begins. Mm. Okay, so then we have... April, seed moon or egg moon. The full moon of April, also known as the pink moon, both names indicate the sprouting of a seed, an explosion of bright beauty found in pink and other flowers, you know, rising up for their spring debut. Okay, so April, full pink moon. The full moon hurled the appearance of the moss pink or wild ground folix one of the first spring flowers it has also been called the sprouting grass moon the egg moon and the fish moon okay so we have may flower moon full moon name of may quite simple may brings bright brushes to paint the earth canvas with infinite flowers in the full moonlight of this month the flowers are said to grow at night and even dance in honor of the moon y'all that is so beautiful and now i did see a quote that was like we grow at night like things grow at night because of the, the moon so, May, full flower moon. Flowers spring forth in abundance this month. This has also been called the corn planting moon and the milk moon. Okay, June, strawberry moon. The Native Americans' full moon name for June is also easy to understand. June is the picking time for strawberries. When they are at their ripest and fullest, picking by moonlight is said to honor the crops and ensure bigger bounty next picking season. Oh my God, I learned something new. Did you guys know that? I'm supposed to be picking at night. Supposed to be picking at night. Okay. June, full strawberry moon. In the colonial areas, this was a time to gather ripening strawberries it has also been called the rose moon and the hot moon july thunder moon full moon of july for these tribes it was observed that this moon is notorious for big booms of thunder and storms thus the symbolic full moon name of thunder moon also referred to as buck moon because deer began forming their antlers at this time of year did not know that. Did you guys? Okay. July, full buck moon. At this time, a buck's antlers are in full-grown mode. The full moon has also been called the thunder moon because thunderstorms are so frequent during this month. Okay. August, strugen moon or red moon. The full moon name for August. Those lazy days of summer when the moon is watched in its fullness and widens herself to the admiring sun this is the month when summer kisses the moon most tender and we most often see a blushed color or reddish hued moon to the tribes of the great lakes and the strugen moon because this is when they are caught most okay 
August, Foster Jermoon, the Strugeon of the Great Lakes and Lake Champlain, were most readily caught during the full moon. This has also been called the Green Corn Moon. Okay, let's see. September. Harvest Moon. The Native American full moon name for September is the famous Harvest Moon. It represents the most advantageous time frame in which we can pick harvest crop from the garden. The Native Americans knew this. They knew they would have almost a half hour more time to harvest their bounty beneath the uh, helpful lumin luminosity of the moon. Okay, so September. Full September, full corn moon. The full moon corresponds with the time of harvesting corn. It's also called the the barley moon because it is the time of harvest and thresh the ripe barley. And then we have October. October, hunter's moon, the full moon of October. This is another symbolic moon name that that's obvious. This time represents the onset of prime hunting season. Heavy foliage is drifting away as quickly as the season and deer are a bit buggy this time of year. This means they're easy to see clearly and easily down for the first people's purpose. Let me go back and look at October. October, full hunter's moon. This is the month when the leaves are falling and the game is fattened. Now is the time for hunting and laying in store of provisions for the long winter ahead. October's moon has also called the travel moon and the dying moon. November, beaver moon. The full moon name for November, as we've seen in the prior months. Each symbolic name references a point within the epitome of the month. Beavers are coming into their fullness in November, so much so that the neighbors knew to set traps early in the month because the beaver would be in her glory. November, full beaver moon. For both the colonists and local tribes, this was the time to set beaver traps before the swamps froze to ensure a supply of warm winter furs. The full moon has also called, has been called the frost moon. And December, December, cold moon. The symbolic full moon name for December, also known as the long night moon. Coming full circle, we find ourselves again in the frigid realm of winter. This is the month when some of the coldest and longest nights live. Hence the Native American full moon names for this full moon of December. And let's see. December, full cold moon. This is the month when the winter cold fastens its grip and nights become long and dark. This full moon has also been called the long night moons. So those are the moon names. My nieces and nephews are in the back, you guys. Sorry. Okay, so let's see. We have... I'm back. Had to put the kitties to bed. Alrighty, so... There are different keywords that relate to the symbolic meaning of the moon and i wanted to go over those so these are symbolic moon meanings time cycles psyche wonder shadow balance renewal mystery emotion intuition passivity influence 
fertility, transition, femininity, perception, receptivity, and illumination. That was a good quote on here. Ignorance is the night of the mind. It is a night without a moon by which to clearly see. Ignorance is the night of the mind. It is a night without a moon by which to clearly see. Yeah, that was glorious. Here's another one. The moon does not fight. It attacks no one. It does not worry. It does not try to crush others. It keeps to its course. But by its very nature, it gently influences what others... Okay, let's try this again. So, you know, it just crossed my mind. Like, life is so funny. People go to school to be a judge in the judicial system for the government. But when you become a parent, you become a judge. You literally have to settle quarrels between your kids. You are a freaking judge. You decide what the punishment would be. You decide how long sentencing. You know what I mean? You know, you decide the rehabilitation when they're ready to get out of timeout and go back. You know what I mean? It's so funny. Like, I don't know. Being an auntie is amazing. It doesn't seem as hard or complicated because it's not even part-time. It's like vacation. Like, you don't go vacation all the time. You go vacation sometimes. So, when I transitioned from auntie to mom 24-7, I just cannot imagine, like, how that's going to be. Like, am I going to get tired of saying, sit down, stop, do this, da I'm, so, I'm probably going to be such free spirit. I'm going to be like, go figure it out. Use the skills that I have taught you and figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. But let me get back. Um, let me get back because I can be sidetracked. So I was reading a quote. The moon does not fight. It attacks no one. It does not worry. It does not try to crush others. It keeps to its course. But by its very nature, it gently influences what other body can pull an entire ocean from shore to shore? The moon is faithful to its nature and its power is never diminished. Ming Dao Ding. I really love that. There is power in staying in your lane. Okay? There is power in staying in your lane, on your path, doing you. Like, no other... You know, the moon, nothing, nothing else can take the moon place. The moon is going to always be the moon. I love that. That's beautiful. The moon is faithful to its nature and its power never diminishes. Astrologically speaking, the moon is ruler of the sign of cancer and governs the realm of intuitive, intuitive thinking as well as emotions. The moon is a symbolic soulmate to water. And shares this affinity with cancer as we learn cancer's foundational element is water. In animal symbolism, the moon shares an association with water and her influence over the tides. The moon is a divine matron of all sea creatures, specifically those with shell coverings. Her domain doesn't stop at the sea, however, because the moon is also queen of the night. Her kingdom includes all nocturnal creatures too. 
But as with everything else in symbolism, this is not an exclusive rule. The moon's connections with animals will vary according to the culture, myth, era, etc. Animals connected with symbolic moon meanings. Dog, bat, bear, wolf, owl, moth, cat, crab, hare, snail, dolphin, toad, and frog. The moon teaches us that darkness can't hide the beauty of life if we know how to reflect beauty. Dibashi Marida. The symbolic moon facts can be found in alchemical teachings, wherein the moon is a facet of silver. In the era, in the ever, in the ever parabolic perspectives of the practicing alchemists, we know silver is symbolic of clarity, purity, and brilliance. Silver is one of the three foundational metals of the primal material. And so the silver personified moon is primarily placed upon the triune throne of transformation. So you know what I thought of when I thought silver? I was like, yeah, um, we do draw the moon yellow, but it's more of a luminous white, you know, silver. And so when I think of the sun, I think of gold. And I'm like, okay, so earth, you know, the clay in some places is red or brown, dirt is brown, so copper. So I'm going to look into that too. That just came to me. Okay, so the moon is associated with symbolic archetypes and ancient deities, gods, and goddesses. Um, here are just a few cultural gods and goddesses who have strong connections with the moon. And as mentioned, the moon is almost exclusively affiliated with female energy. As such, goddesses are featured more with the moon than gods. There are exceptions, however, as you will see below. So, archetypical moon meanings deities associated with the moon god. Arthemis, Greek hunter goddess whose personality highlights include chastity, protection, avengement, midwifery, and childbirth. Diana, also a huntress, archetype, and woodland goddess of the Romans. She is a protector of women and animals, also a symbol of female power and independence. Hectate, adopted Greek goddess symbolizing in magic birth, cycles, purification, crossroads, and second otherworldly sight. Also a protective goddess of the home. She is a skilled keeper of secrets. Thoth, Egyptian god, note male attribution of the moon having connections with magic, wisdom, writing, and hidden meanings. Associated with Hermes and Greek myth, who interestingly, like Hectate, is a figurehead of Crossroads too, the Virgin Mary. Christian symbolism features her with the new moon where she resonates with the concept of purity, peace, illumination, and perfection. Kuan Yin, Chinese goddess of purity, grace, kindness, selflessness, and benevolence. She is believed to be a matriarch of childbirth and is called upon for aid in conception as well as healing. She also protects transitioning souls and travelers. Wow, that was beautiful. Okay, so then there are phases of the moon. The moon's motions are equally meaningful. The following illuminates moon phases as their receptive symbolism. 
Waning moon, symbolic of letting go. Surrender, release, quiet time, contemplation, and a time of incubation. New moon, symbolic of new beginnings, a fresh start, rebirth. Waxing moon, symbolic of growth, manifestation, attainment. Heavy with child, both philological and literal. Full moon, symbolic of height of power, the peak of clarity, fullness, and attainment of desire. It's another quote. There is a side of the moon which we never see, but that hideth half is as potent a factor in causing the ebb and flow of the earth's tide as the part of the moon which is visible. So I actually, there's actually two, four, six, eight. There's actually eight that I broke down. This one only went over four. So I wanted to go into a little more detail. So the new moon, new beginning, set goals and set goals and let go what doesn't serve you. I set my intention. I set my intention. I feel my intention in my body. Waxing crescent. Organize, plan how to achieve your goals. I relax into my intention, I breathe. First quarter, take action, start working, and focus on growing. I take action to support my intention. Waxing gibbous, hard work which projects really observe your energy. I trust the perfect intention is coming into fruition at the perfect time full moon blooming time to tune your intuition i move or accept it wasn't a good time so i release it and course correct now uh let's see waning crescent introspect time for gratitude and sharing i am grateful my intentions is coming to form in the perfect way last quarter readjustment cleanse release and forgive now that i learn receiving i give back from a place of abundance waning gibbous Rest, restore your energy, and heal. I reflect with thanks. I rest. I restructure. Um, so there was, but a new moon focused on new projects, but a waxing crescent, positive magic increase. Um, For the waxing gibbous, again, positive magic increase. For the full moon, focus on personal growth and spiritual development. For the waning crescent, baneful magic, you want to banish or rid what, what you no longer want in your life. And for the waning gibbous, baneful magic again, banish or rid of the things that you no longer want in your life um i thought that was interesting because 
I'm just getting into this whole magic world and I love how in tune it is with nature. So our last podcast was about tarot. We went over the moon. Since this is moon too, I just wanted to tap back into that. Um, okay, so we see the moon forever our elusive guide through all the distractions. But is she a help or a hindrance? When she is in her growth, we feel ourselves expand in confidence with her. We can even become pregnant with our own importance when she's in her prime fullness. When she is waning, we feel ourselves shrink in the abyss of darkness. We grow unsure of our path and purpose. We may find ourselves confused at every turn. The key to this card and the moral of the story is influence. We must constantly be aware of what is influencing our lives, our decisions, our actions. We must unravel the perplexity of our thoughts and see clear to to that which is causing us to move in a certain direction. And when it comes to our higher purpose, we must have the highest intensity of diligence to stay the course and pursue the path that leads to expressing our higher selves. We must also keep in mind that we have the power to use the pull of the moon to our advantage too. She holds immense power available for us to use only if we hone in on it. Focus and direct its energy. Further, the moon is luminary, which reminds us her reflective light can serve as a source of intuitive clarity. Effectively, we can pull this card in reading. It often indicates that we're torn between many influences from the TV that stays turned on for too long or the boss that calls us during dinner. We are distracted by external influences that have taken us away from our core path. This card is a message that we need to reflect upon our life and use our intuitive abilities to determine what best thoughts and actions to take to correct our course. Now, my um, there are some apps that I want to reference. CoStar is a great app. Time Passages is a great app. Moon Phase is a great app. Iluna, great app. Moon Calendar, great app. Mandalas great app moonly great app all of these are in reference to the moon you guys i my best friend told me to download co-star months ago you see how it just came to my forefront now i done told my sisters to do it my best friend now everybody on it but she told me months ago but i'm just now like understanding what the heck i'm reading so i'm a libra sun a scorpio rising and a cancer moon um, I took a class with Miss Sharita and she was explaining that um, your moon is what you aspire to be like at the end of your life, like your highest self. You guys, I am so motherfucking emotional. If if you think that I'm taking things too far, it's not what you did. That, that don't bother me. It's the principle. It's the fact that you got my emotions all out of whack. Like, how dare you? Like, I am extremely emotional. Monty called me Sour Patch. I am. I just said at the beginning of this podcast that my number one emotion that I resonate with is anger. I got that down to a T. When I was a little girl, I remember my grandma saying, watch, in the next two minutes, you're going to be mad. You're always mad. And now I see my niece doing that. And I'm like, and I try to tell her, like, you can't be mad all the time. Save that anger for something else that's really important. Like, you will waste a lot of your time being mad. It's not 
the emotion is bad, it's not controlling that emotion. Because there's a time and there's a place for everything. The same way at work, I can't just go off at these customers. I have to put them on hold, put them on mute, do something, you know, gather myself and try again. <laughs> go, baby, you try me because I'm at work. It's the same way that I have to be in real life, but I don't. I need to have that guard up at all times because outside of work, anybody can get it at any time. So I'm personally working on that, but it's just really, 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 really hard for me because I am so emotional. If a stranger does something to me, I, I can give two fucks. But if you are in my tribe, in my inner circle, and you try me, it's like, really? Where we do that at? Oh, we doing that now? Like, it's almost like a betrayal because I would never expect you to do that. And it also hurts me because why I didn't catch this months ago or when I met you, how did you even get... To me, it's almost like, how did you even get in my inner circle to be able to do this? Like, the enemy done crossed the line. Like, how did I let the enemy get inside my kingdom? It's almost how I feel. I take it too hard. Like, it's very serious. Out external forces, I can give. I don't care. It does not bother me. Oh, well, move on. But these internal forces... I almost, it really, really makes me mad because it's like, do you know me? Like, all this time and you don't know me. Like, really? Really? I think it pisses me off and then that's where the anger comes from. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, with my grandma growing up, it'll be stuff, like, that I don't want to do. Like, yeah, you know I'm going to get mad because you know I don't want to do it. Like, don't sit there and say, oh, I'm mad. You knew I was going to be mad but you asked me to do this. Stuff like that is like, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. Um, I just ran into a situation where um, I asked my friend several times if she could do something. And her answer was yes. And then all of a sudden her answer was no. And I was like, she didn't even tell me no. I had to come to her again to confirm once again. And I found out the answer was no. And I felt like the moment that she found out the answer was no, she could have told me. And I don't even think it was that. My intuition is telling me it was some petty shit. And that's really what bothered me. Like, if I'm doing something y'all i don't get grant monies for my nonprofit yet this is all out of pocket i haven't even started working overtime yet so the money that i'm spending on this could be spent on something else within my household this is how serious this is so if i'm asking you if the kids can come to get a head count i don't i want to make sure i'm not overspending because again that's money that could go somewhere else so I harass all my friends. I kid you not. Text us, text us, text you. Coming, you coming, you coming, you coming, you coming. Everybody's answer was yes. Her answer ended up being no, and I got really upset. I didn't think it had anything to do about the answer being no. I think maybe there was people that she or her baby daddy didn't want to be around. And instead of just dropping the kids off and going on with their merely way, they just decided not to come at all. So you didn't really hurt me. You hurt the kids. I take that back. You hurt the kids and you hurt me. I'll tell you why. The kids will be okay. There will be other events and they're more than welcome to come. You hurt me because I'm relying on you to bring the kids. If I needed to pick them up, you could have told me too and I could have picked them up. On top of that, if you can't put external issues aside for the sake of me, your friend, then are we really friends? That's where I'm at. Because nine times out of ten, 
the people in my life, I'm not best friends with their significant others. Nine out of ten, nine times out of ten, their significant others have hurt them, and they already on my shit list. This is how deep my loyalty go. Like you fucked over once, I'm really waiting for you to fuck over again. But since my homegirl, my sister, whoever love you, I'm gonna continue to ride with you. But the moment they say they wanna flatten your tires, I'm down with that too. So this is the type of friend that I am. So it's almost like, bruh, really? Really? That's what it boils down to. So just keep in mind, I think if you learn astrology and stuff like that and you learn your people, you should know what to do and what not to do. But then again, at the end of the day, people grow. And if we can't continue to grow together, I'm fine with that because I might have to move you out of my life to welcome someone else in. And I'm just okay with that. Literally, I am. I really am. Um, It was another thing that I wanted to get to. It was one more. Okay, so I did these. I did that. Okay, so this is another quote. Most people associate full moon with the witches. Little do they know that during the new moon, magic is equally strong. It's not stronger. In the darkness of the new moon, endless possibilities await. I'm glad I read this because someone else pointed out that people say darkness is evil but everything is birthed to light in darkness. Everything is created in the darkness. Like the whole sky is black. When those stars are born, they bring the light. So I think they have us fearing that which we should not fear. I'm going to learn dark magic and all of that too. And one of these podcasts I'm going to do, I'm going to introduce you guys to my um teachers in my real life teachers on social media whether that's facebook instagram twitter or youtube i might even put little clips of them but you know how they say the teacher will appear when the student is ready this is true i'm thankful that i was raised in the age of the internet that i don't have to sign up for these colleges and travel to go meet these people i can just do, 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 google something and it pop up on youtube and there i found a new teacher and these people are doing this out the kindness of their heart they have jobs they have family they have wives and kids and other things that they have to tend to and most importantly themselves but they take time out of their schedule to what share with others because at the end of the day y'all sharing is caring when you learn stuff, it's not for you. You should be handing that to someone else. All this stuff I'm learning, I'm making journals and stuff. I'm going to pass down to these babies. If we're getting it at the age that we're at, just imagine where they could be learning it at younger ages. This next generation is going to be amazing, you guys. Okay, so... This was another really good one, and I think I'm going to end it here. Yep, I am. And this is, again, what I meant by moon kept coming to me. Just moon, moon, moon. Just randomly. Yah, Y-A-H, La, L-A-H, is the moon. Many of the prophets in the Bible are named after her. Examples are Elijah, nature of the moon, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Aliyah, is to say moon God. Yahweh is to say the way of the moon. Because the moon cycle is the true cycle of time, as it is 13 months moons, and they are divided into 28 days. 28 times 13 equals 364. We are not taught this because the mother aspect is always hidden. 
13 is always hidden as buildings don't always have a 13th floor. They tried to scare us with Friday the 13th, which is when I was born, you guys. And they always say it was scary, evil. And I'm like, I'm the most nicest, fragile thing. Like, I was so nice and fragile, you guys, and always got picked on. And then one day, I don't even know if you want to call it my alter ego. One day, I just had enough. You know, like, the other side of me was born. Like, screw you, fuck you. Like, I remember one day, you know how, and I think people can tell, too. When it comes to bullies, they know who's not going to say nothing. And it's almost just like, you know, you're nice, carefree, you just live your life, you don't want to hurt others. So yes, you could come back on them, but that's just not your nature, like whatever. You know, stop picking on me and move on about your life. I had glasses, I needed braces, my mom offered to get me braces years ago, but it, she said you had to pull out teeth, I was like, hell no, so I was fine, I was fine with it, even though other people thought it was funny or whatever. And then four eyes, like how many times are you going to hear that? And then never had name brand clothes, this, that, the other, so... I was picked on as a kid, but it's like, okay, I'm not buying my clothes. Like, my mentality was so different. It's not like I'm going to the store buying my clothes. I definitely have to get what my parents get me. You know what I mean? And I didn't want braces at the time. I didn't want my teeth getting pulled out. And did I wake up one day and want to be blind? No, I just happened to need glasses. So, some, so my mind was people would pick on things that you can't fucking change. How about let's pick on your grades? Why are you fucking failing and we all in the same damn classroom? That's just kind of how I am. Let's pick on something that you can control. Are you illiterate? Are you going to repeat a grade and everybody else is going to pass? Like, this is how I would get back. But anyways, um, and one day I just had enough. And you know how in the, in the, on cartoons and stuff, you know, you just swell up and blow? Like, that's me. I'm like a volcano. That fucking shit will build. And when it blow, my sister has even said, like, when I'm mad, she feels the energy in the house. Like, I feel like Phoenix. Like, it gets it gets so evil, I can't even control it. It gets so heavy, it blows. Like, I don't know. That's why I'm trying to switch gears and learn how to balance. I'm going to get those crystals that it was talking about and just kind of breathe and calm down. Because it literally takes nothing to set me off. And that just means, emotions are okay, but you should be able to control your emotions. And my emotions are controlling me, which means I'm not in control of my ship. And I definitely want to be in control of my ship. And emotions do serve their purposes, and I shouldn't just let them, you know, ramp whenever they want to. So, I'm, I recognize that. I'm learning that, you know. I'm, I'm going to get better with that. But I'm glad that was born because, no, I don't want to be somebody's punching bag. And I got something for that ass. You ready? Let's go. Matter of fact, now it's so bad to where if anybody, I don't care who it is, says anything about me. I can literally kill your soul with my words. It's horrible, you guys. I can... And it it don't be nothing but the truth. I can fucking kill you. Whether it be choices you made, dumb actions, like whatever. You as a fucking person, whether I love you or not, I can motherfucking kill you. So it's like, don't fucking come for me. Just don't. Can we all just get along and live peacefully? So I really be trying to control myself because I know I can go for the fucking jugular. And and the only reason I think it hurts is because it's the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Learning how to control that because... And then, too, in life, when you say stuff you can't really take it back, people always remember. But the same way you remember hurtful words, the same way you need to remember hurtful actions. 
and think twice is this the decision that i should be making is this gonna hurt that other person should i just be the bigger person and do xyz you need to be do that on your end too if i have to bite swallow my words and you know what i mean so life is interesting though if it wasn't anything to work on or any you know if you didn't have a point of striving to be better then what will be the point so i'm just glad i'm able to notice my own flaws and fix myself because people don't like when you point out their flaws that's what i realized because they don't know what they are nobody can tell me nothing you can't call me a sour patch i know i'm a sour patch you know what i mean did you catch me on a wrong day you know what i mean is my cycle on am i hungry like i know me you can't tell me anything about me that i already know definitely working on that but i think what hurts people is they don't know these things about themselves so when they hear it it cuts like a knife so yeah getting better with that okay so we are not taught this because mother aspect is always hidden 13 is always hitting as buildings don't always have a 13th floor they try to scare us with friday the 13th the 13th sign is officious and it is a man resting with a serpent wisdom and the woman yo ova is a moon egg or a menstrual egg and that is how true time evolves the moon is on stages of seven and is split into four parts. Just like the seasons of the zodiac is split into four parts. Because of the four seasons is within the cycle of the menstrual egg, seven times four is 28. If you understand the way of Yah, the moon menstrual, you will understand how to create in its seasons, which is the zodiac, which is really about agriculture. When to plant seeds and thoughts and when to wait for the harvest and manifest. And I'm going to end this podcast on that note. Because not just about the moons, not just about the cycles. Just as we, just as farmers got planting down, you know, they got the agriculture industry down to a science. We can get manifestation down to a science. It's literally planting your thoughts and making sure your actions align with those thoughts. Working at it until it's time to harvest. Because I've never seen a seed in the ground that didn't sprout. Now, it might sprout and die, but it's going to sprout. So, let's learn more about the moon because this is just like a foundation. You definitely have to dig more. Never just go by what somebody tell you. Do your own research and dig further. But, y'all, a lot of celebrities and gurus and billionaires and whatever you want to call them, they have, I don't know what you want to call them, psychics, um, spiritualists, even some people as pastors tap into this but instead of calling it what it is they just only refer to the bible but the point is we have to learn this stuff we're not learning it and we're hiring other people to do it for us we, we spend a lot of money based on lazy if you do stuff on your own you can save money like i made my own toothpaste i made my own mouthwash this is gonna be the year of making everything i'm doing shampoo lotion my mom know how to do washing detergent i'm gonna learn that like even if you still buy it, the fact that you know and something should come up and you can't get it, you're good. Just knowing is powerful. So let's know more about this moon and let's manifest. Because we got shit to do, people. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks a million for listening. You can reach me on all my other social media platforms by visiting my link tree, which is luv.mesh. I hope you have a better than great day. Love you. Talk to you later. Mwah.